The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for some auto-erotic sex with Jaya. (laughs) Auto-erotic Last night, D-Love, I set up the love den for us with some Indian saris and candles and blankets and all of our toys, and I gave you a massage with vanilla orange sandalwood oil. Mm, was, I, I, and then I tucked you in as you drifted off to sleep. How are you feeling today? I am feeling grateful and relaxed. <laughs> but you could use about 20 more hours of that, right? Yes. A couple of weeks. I'm very excited for intimacy time today, D-Love. We've been doing massage this week, but, you know, me. Yes, you're a little space is You're a little quiet. It's hard to hear you. Yes. I'll speak up. Okay. The space is beckoning us to play, D-Love. I can't wait. And I'm prepared for my 101 days of self-pleasure challenge. I'm challenging myself. Yes, I am committing to 101 days of getting off. But it's more than that. It's about reclaiming my sexual self after becoming a mom and it's about self-care and self-love and of course about education because i'm i'm an educator so i have to educate myself more about these things self-pleasuring myself so that i can share with you all that i've learned speaking of learning we have our sex toy expert miss victoria here do you love the song (laughs) victoria Victoria. <laughs> and this week you can go to EdenFantasies.com and use coupon code GETOFF. That reminds me of that Prince song. Get off. Multiple positions in a one-night stand. Okay, musical Victoria, afternoon. you're on. Hello, everyone. How are you? Excellent. You are very well. I see you have my favorite toy at the top of the list this week. Well, I chose toys um, that really fit the theme of the show, the art of female masturbation. So, yes, at the top of the list is the G-Key by Jeju. Um, and I chose two toys that are both dual stimulators because I think that that's just awesome. And these, these two particular toys work very well. So the G-Key is a fully adjustable dual stimulator, and you can use it just for penetration. You can use it just for clit stimulation, or you can use it for both because it bends into three and locks into three different positions, and no one has made a kind of double-jointed toy like this that's um, so 
well made for a woman's body. So I really like it, and it's waterproof, it's silicone, it's rechargeable, it's got five levels of strong vibrations, five different patterns, and it's under $100. And we have it in all four colors, so it's definitely a great toy. Yeah, I love that you can bend it. So it sort of has unlimited possibilities because you can bend it in all kinds of different positions. It's so you personally have it. What do you think of it? I love it. I, I love that it's, you know, I think it's a great G-spot stimulator. Um, I love also using it because it has the flat head, you know, so you mm-hmm. can kind of use it to massage all over the body. But um, I like using it not even with the vibrations on. Just the way that it is, it kind of kind of grip the G-spot. So that's really nice because you can do a really nice come hither on it on the G-spot. So I like it. It's my new favorite. <laughs> I'll be using it during my 101 days. Plenty. Nice. <laughs> and then we have um, the Inna by Lalo. Uh, this is another toy that came out this year, and this is a modern take on the rabbit vibe. So it's shaped kind of like a rabbit vibrator in the sense that um, it doesn't flex, and it has an insertable portion and then your clitoral stimulator. What I like about this one, I personally have this one as well, um, it has two motors, one in the shaft for your G-spot, and then the other one is external for your clit. And the motors work so well, but they're not, I, they don't have identical, um, like power or movement. So as you go through the patterns, one will have a deeper, the internal one has like a deeper, more oscillating pattern where you get more like buzzy kind of, uh, it's hard to explain like little rotations in the clit stimulator. So the motors are really made for the parts that they're in and it's, you can tell when you use it. Um, if you really like firm pressure and very strong vibration, the Inna is definitely the one for you because it is a, the insertable portion is firm and the clitoral pressure um, from that external stimulator is really, like, I'd say pretty firm. It's definitely a lot of sensation. And this one has eight patterns for stimulation. So there's a lot to play with. And it comes in lime green, bright orange, and grape purple, which is awesome. You don't see those colors very often in uh, sex toys. <laughs> I like the two motors part. I think that's really important. Sounds uh, I like that you said the motors sing. Anything that's uh, yeah. on my vagina is <laughs> Well, the GK also has two motors. Um, it, it just depends. I mean, with the GK... You definitely feel both motors when you have it shaped like a J, when you bend it and click it all through, all the way to the three clicks. Um, you can feel it. With the, with the Inna, it's a different, it's totally a different sensation. And I think that that happens a lot with different toy makers. They have different types of motors. They have different ways that their, um, their patterns of stimulation work. And it's always fun to try to describe them when you're using like an AB kind of pattern, like, exactly how the pattern feels. So, yeah, both of those are definitely a good choice if you're into dual stimulation. That sounds like homework for my uh, my project, my 101 days, is being able to describe the different motors and how they sing on my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's happening with your contest this week? We have a gorgeous, gorgeous corset by um, the lingerie company Coquette. They make really nice corsets in general. This one is the bow corset, and it's red and black. It's frilly. It's a little longer, so it actually comes all the way down to the hips instead of stopping at the top of the hips. Um, We have it in sizes small all the way through 2X, 
And we've the comments on this contest on EdenCafe.com were well over 200, like a couple days ago. So we were shocked at just how much people were responding. But it's a truly gorgeous corset. And whoever wins is going to be a lucky girl because we're giving it away. I think we're announcing the winner on Monday. So you can enter to win up until Sunday night. But it's really beautiful. And we have plenty in stock for people who decide they just don't want to wait. Where do you find the contest on the website? Um, it's at our community blog, EdenCafe.com. Okay, Eden Cafe. Cool. Awesome, and sex is fabulous. What's happening on sexes? So much, as usual. Um, we have another new columnist. It seems like I say that every week now. Um, <laughs> we had the debut of Midori's new column, uh, Postcards from a Sex Nerd, which is awesome. We're so glad to have Midori on board because we feel like we have such an amazing group of columnists now that we're just very, very proud. Um, we had Buck Angel's second installment on his column, a uh, new post that basically talks about um, why people feel the need to be so hateful in some of their responses to him and why people feel threatened. And, and he's just amazing. He really puts himself completely out there and is I think vulnerable on a level um, that most people aren't. Like he just tells the truth about how what his life is really like, and I think it makes for captivating reading. And then we had Nina Hartley talking about kissing with a video blog for Kissing 101. We had the bloggers tell us about four totally ridiculous products that uh, you probably don't want to buy. Um, the Naked Reader continued with Twitterotica. We had Lorna Keach give us daily sex feed, which is all different news related to sex. And then the beautiful kind, uh, who's a sex blogger who was recently fired for her sex blog, actually came to Sexist to tell her, uh, to tell us her side of the story. Mm, awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew someone else who got kicked out the can because um, she also was fired for being a sex blogger. So. Mm. Yeah, I know. Bummer. It was a really awesome, popular blog. So then we, you guys have your Twitters and your Facebooks. Tell people where you can find more out about and follow you guys on Twitter and Facebook. Well, we're still raising money for the AIDS Service Center in New York City on both awesome. Twitter How's and Facebook. How's that going? It's going really, really well, and I, we're definitely going to meet the mark of raising $3,000 for them, which is awesome. And we're doing it the whole month of May um, on all of our accounts. So you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Eden Fantasies or forward slash Sexist Magazine or forward slash Eden Cafe or forward slash Eden Reviews. Um, and we even do Twitter parties every other Monday night where you can win lots of prizes, and that's just forward slash Eden Parties. And then on Twitter, it's, I mean, on Facebook, it's the same thing. It's forward slash Eden Fantasies, forward slash Eden Cafe, and forward slash Sexist Magazine. Awesome. What is a Twitter party? Twitter parties ask. are where you use a hashtag. So um, the hashtag is usually Eden Fantasies. And our blogger relations person, Jen, who's awesome, runs the Twitter party for two hours every other Monday night and asks questions and trivia and they share opinions on things and people talk and they ask her questions and then she'll do like a quick trivia for people to win prizes. She gives away gift cards. She gives away like $100 toys. It's really, really cool. And anybody with a Twitter account can join the party. And the way that you join the party is just using that hashtag at the end of your tweets so that you show up. 
and everyone can just search by the hashtag. And you can also at reply people. But it's a fun way to get new people introduced to the whole Eden umbrella and have them be more comfortable becoming involved in the community. I love that you guys are getting people talking about sex. I think that that's just, that's so huge because it helps normalize it, get the conversations out, and release some of the shame and taboo around everything. That's pretty much all we do. I mean, if you think about the reviews on every product and the forums, which has thousands and thousands of threads, a lot of them about masturbation and, you know, your habits, your techniques, your your fears, your everything, you know, that's all we do really is have people talk about sex. Our, Our whole job is getting people to embrace their sexuality. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So you can go to EdenFantasies.com, 25% off this week. Coupon code is get off. I like it. <laughs> All get one off. word. <laughs> All one word, get off. Um, so, Victoria, thank you so much. You are always such a pleasure to have on every week, and you're always enlightening me about something to do, like, you know, motors and sex toys, seeing on my vagina. I'm very inspired by that this week. <laughs> I've been charging. Well, I'm glad to hear up. it. <laughs> it's charged up in my bedroom right now. And D Love, we're ready. D Love, are you there? So the self pleasure things. I mean, it's all you alone, or or do people get to participate? You know, I have to. I'm going to write to people about this. Like, what are my rules? I want the community to kind of tell me what what are, what should be some of my rules, and then I'll pick the rules that I think are, are really good. But you know what? You, you forgot what? to mention the hint. That you're going to be on community interview on EdenFantasies.com next week. I and am, so could, maybe people can give me tips. At, yes. Um, you know, give me some rules for my self-pleasure. Like, is D-Love allowed to be part of my self-pleasure, <laughs> like witnessing my self-pleasure, or does it have to just be me by myself? Do I have to have an orgasm every time? These are, you know, these are things that people can ask. Does it have to be filmed in order to be real? oh do you love all right thank you victoria when we come back we are going to talk with jamie waxman the author of getting off a woman's guide to masturbation more sex with jaya when we return have a good Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. When Daya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected, that we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat your sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. 
The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya my sex's article review this week is an article entitled From Hysteria to Ecstasy, How One Illicit Vibrator Evolved into the World's Most Joyful Toy. Speaking of hysteria, hysteria, I was recently doing research for a Playboy TV episode that I was on about the Victorian era and sex during the Victorian era, and I found out that vibrators were once prescribed to cure hysteria in women. Anyway, I love this article. And I'm a little bit of a sex geek, and it tickled my sex geek fetish. I loved the fact about genital massage to cure womb fury, or that at one time, 70% of women were said to have hysteria that needed to be treated medically, thus the invention of the vibrator. I love the description of these devices. I especially liked uh, the quote during uh, World War War I that there were more vibrators in American households than toasters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we can't leave out Betty Dodson, who led a revolution in female masturbation in 1973. The article definitely left me wanting more about what's happening today. How are women finding ecstasy? And, you know, I really like the picture here. D-Love, you were commenting that you like the picture. Yeah, I mean, the picture is enough to have you look at the article. I, I, I'd like to be able to get a blow-up of that thing. Yeah, and when this you were is a picture of a intro, woman. Something is hooked to her breast. Something is hooked to her vagina, and she has a remote, looks like a joystick to a video game, a remote control thing. And she looks pretty engaged in the in the deal. And when you were talking about the two engine vibrator at the first part of the show, mm-hmm. I was like, we're on our way to making whatever that machine is. Yes, that's in this photo. 
That's in this photo? Yeah. yeah I like it. I like it. Hard to so, hide from the kids. Yes, very hard to hide from the kids. <laughs> this one isn't a child-friendly vibrator no. machine. So this leads me to our guest today, Miss Jamie Waxman, author of Getting Off, is here with us. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Jaya and D-Love. How are you? <laughs> Doing well. You're awesome. You know, I wanted um, to just add one thing. Off. You're ready to get off? Uh, yes. I wanted to add that uh, the vibrator was actually the fifth appliance to be electrified. Don't know if you knew that. Wow. And don't ask me. I know it's the toaster oven, the, sh- the sewing machine, and then there are two more. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> but, yeah. Oh, so we love our vibrators. So give us, you know, this article kind of started us off with a little bit of history, but give us some of your favorite historical facts. I love that one. Sure. Well, I mean, I think it's really fascinating because when I wrote this book, and it is Masturbation May, which is awesome. Everyone should be celebrating masturbation and loving themselves in, in more than just a sexual way, of course. Um, but when I did the research for the book, I was really amazed at how far back, you know, these this, this idea that masturbation was taboo or that if you did it, you would, you know, get cancer, die early, lose your hair, get bad skin, uh, lose your teeth, whatever. Whatever you could think of, masturbation was going to, re- there would be the, well, the result of masturbation would be these horrible things. And... Um, you know, the onan- there's a whole thing about onanism in this article. And the truth is, if you actually looked up what onanism is, it has nothing to do with masturbation. But there was no religious context about why people should not masturbate. So, so religions created one. And they looked at the story of Onan, which is about a brother who has to marry his dead brother's wife but doesn't want to have any children with his dead brother's wife because those children become his dead brother's children. That's just the rite of passage. So instead, after intercourse, he pulls out. And in pulling out, he spills his seed. And that's all he does. He never, it's not about masturbating. It's not about anything else. It's just about spilling seed. And we found a way, and I mean we as a culture or religion or the church and whatever, found a way to make this about masturbation. It goes back even, like, if you think about cornflakes and graham crackers, John Harvey Kellogg John and Harvey Samuel... Kellogg, God love him. I love him, right? <laughs> and, Sam, and God does love him. God might be the only one. And Samuel Graham, no, he did do some good things as, in, as far as medicine goes. But he, You know, my he, massage therapy license was dependent on John Harvey Kellogg. We were tested on his book still. Like, this, in 1997, I got my massage license, and we were tested on his book. That was what our state board examination was based on. Anyway, wow. No, and so I know a lot have, about John Harvey Kellogg. He's like, <laughs> I, I he's laugh about it. He's fascinating. He's fascinating. But the thing was, I what I found this research when I was doing when I when I was researching my book, and I couldn't like actually pinpoint it as facts, so I couldn't put it in the book. But apparently, on his honeymoon, he spent it writing 96 pages of his treatise on why people shouldn't masturbate. And what I understand is. Kellogg's cornflakes and graham crackers were obviously de- were designed obviously were designed to curb people's sexual desires, including self-touch. So that was the real intent. Of course, they didn't have the sugars and everything else that cornflakes and graham crackers have in them now. They were very bland food, but their intent was to curb masturbation. Wow. And I just think that's fascinating that these two men thought so long and hard on how people should not do 
something that feels good to themselves when they're alone. And I really, I really like spend a lot of time overanalyzing why this is and why religion got so involved in what people do even amongst themselves, you know, with themselves. And I feel like with masturbation, my, my whole little theory in my head right now is that it was the one place the church couldn't really control. They could see if two people went into a room. They could see if three people went into a room. They could hear if you had, you know, where two people were having a conversation. But if you went in a room by yourself, no one had any idea what you were really doing in there. And so this was their scare tactic, to make sure that they kind of had an idea of what you wouldn't be doing if you were smart. And it all started also, I can talk a lot, by the way, so just cut me off at any time. <laughs> it started, like, in the 1700s in Europe. Actually, yeah, I think it's the 1700s. I'm not, I don't have my book in front of me. There was a... There was a pamphlet that came out that was called Onan and the Heinous Sin of Self-Pollution and All Its Frightful Consequences, yada, 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 yada. It went on for a long time, this title. And basically, it was a, med- a tincture company. And they had this tincture designed to help curb people's desires to masturbate. So you use this, and all your worries, all your disease, everything that might have been caused by masturbation will go away. So it was this huge marketing scheme, and, that's, and people fell for it. And that's how this whole onanism, that's how this whole sort of um, theme that masturbation is evil really came to be. Hmm. Your, your dates were 1712 and 1716 on that. I have your book in front of me. Oh, thank you. I could have it in front of me right now. It would be smart. But <laughs> I get very excited when I talk. And, and, and looking around, it takes up too much time. <laughs> I can't hold <laughs> So, um, you know, women have a lot of shame about touching their genitals, and we're, we're exploring where that came from. But what, you know, what advice do you have to women? I have my, uh, my own little things that I do to help them reframe it. In medical, it seems to be like a safe place to go, like it's for your wellness. But how, what kind of advice or what kind of things would you offer women who are ashamed about touching their genitals still or feel like it's sort of against their religious upbringing? I just got a message from a guy who was like, my wife won't touch herself because we're Mormon and it's anti-our it's anti religion. You know, what do you well, say to that? I mean, I understand. I, I mean, I have a hard time with the religion thing because I accept that religions, you know, have their place. But I also think this is your body and it's not necessarily the same thing. Now, that would get me into hot water. So what I would say is I respect that. And there are, you know, there are things that maybe you can do, like even exercising your Kegel muscles. Uh, or practicing your Kegel exercises, exercising your pubococcygeus muscles can feel really good. And even if it doesn't lead to the typical type of masturbation where you think of touching your clitoris or whatever, it's going to enhance your sexual pleasure with your partner, and you can do it without your partner. And lots of women, you know, there's this movement about thinking off, which I know has been around forever, but there's a, there's a real new, like, take back the thinking off movement, movement. Lady Gaga was talking the other day about how she can think herself off. So I think experimenting with the sensations around sexuality, around sensuality, around what touch feels like, even if it's just that you go to the bathroom, stop the flow of urine, and then, and then you know, start it again, stop and start, figure out those muscles and don't do that again and just enjoy that sensation, that at least can heighten your awareness around your sensuality. It's step by step. I have to respect it, but I have to say you are missing out by not masturbating and it's just a really good way. It's orgasms, if you want them, are great for your skin. They make you glow. You talked about Betty Dotson a minute ago. She's 80 years old, and she doesn't look it, and I am convinced it's She looks amazing. 
amazing. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when I found out she was eight. I was like, what? She looks like she's like 20 years younger than that, at least. Absolutely. And I'm completely convinced it's because of a healthy diet of masturbation and, you know, really being in touch with your body. And so if you can find a way to feel like it's a health regimen, if nothing else, then it is. I mean, it is what you want it to be. And, and, and there's really nothing I can say about, well, you have to touch yourself or, you know, you should. Like, I, I just think it's a great part of my life. It has really gotten me in touch with my body. It has connected me with my partner. It has connected me with my partners. And it's just the, it's the best, it's the only way I had an orgasm. I would never have had my first orgasm without masturbation. So it's just been a really integral part of life. And if you can find a way to move it into, you know, find a way to make it in the context of what you believe in, then all the power to you. Thank God for masturbation. When we return, we're going to talk more <laughs> with, with uh, Jamie Waxman. And you can visit her site, jamiewaxman.com. Jamie is spelled J-A-M, like jam, jammy. <laughs> can I say that, Jamie? Help people remember. Jamiewaxman.com. And uh, we'll have more when we return with Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. When Daya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected, that we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. How you doing, D-Love? Are you hanging in there with us girls talking about us touching ourselves? Uh, yeah, but I'm having a hard time functioning because my palms are so hairy and I'm going blind. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie, I have a question for you because I have a, a masturbation issue. Well, I have, I, you know, I've had a number of masturbation issues over the years, um, one being an injury from chronically doing it the same way every time, which, I, which I've worked on. But now I have a new one ever since having my baby. When I have an orgasm, it makes me so wide awake that I cannot sleep at all, like at night. <laughs> Whereas before I used to masturbate, you know, to kind of help me go to sleep, now it does the opposite, where I get so energized that I cannot go to sleep. Do you think it's hormones? This is my theory. Uh, it sounds like hormones. I mean, because are you, are you breastfeeding? Yep, I'm still breastfeeding. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like a hormonal thing, and it sounds like you should be masturbating in the morning. <laughs> yes, I have, to, I have to switch my masturbation to the morning time. For my 101 days, I'm like, I'll never sleep. This is like, I have to find switch the Switch it to the morning. <laughs> I really think that will help you and keep you energized all day long, and that's such a benefit. Yeah, awesome. So that le- leads me to, what about female masturbation is good for our relationships with our partners? Because Well, you know, that's a great question. A lot of people think, think that it's off. not good for us. <laughs> Well, it, it actually, I was thinking a lot while uh, while we were on the break and chatting a little about the Mormon uh, email, and I think that one of the things that they can try and do together is if if masturbation isn't something she'll do, maybe if he puts her hand down and uh, or she puts his hand down and guides him, and then there's like a mutual masturbation through communication and touch, that could be a way to like just break into some form of masturbation as long as their hands are working together that might like be a That's good That's a great idea because it. it's almost like she can show him through like using his hand as the sex toy kind of a thing, you know, if we framed it that way or right. as like the massager, you know. <laughs> right. She's right. manipulating his hand so she isn't technically touching herself. Right. That's what I was just thinking. So I think that could be a, a solution, and it leads to why is masturbation you ask great for partners or mm-hmm. yeah for well, our relationships because a lot of people think well if I have to masturbate there's something wrong with my relationship or my partner but I think masturbation enhances don't you think D Love I love watching you masturbate yeah we don't do too much of that but um, I think it's fun I think there's I think uh, it's hot it's hot I think you know it's also vulnerable and in, in a way it's like more vulnerable than. Um, Having intercourse or going down on each other or any of that kind of stuff, you're you're displaying yourself. That's true, but I but I do think like what I do think what you were saying earlier about it being like such an intimate, amazing thing is what makes it so hot to see couples doing it. Plus, like if you think about it, most guys are either stro- like either stroke down towards the base of the shaft or towards the frenulum area, but not the whole up and down. Like we often do when we're playing with a penis, we being me, uh, I can only speak for myself. Um, so it really shows you what parts of a, your partner's body you will enjoy touching. There's a technique that Joseph Kramer, I believe, uh, created, the rock around the clock sort of rock technique. Around the where, clock. Yeah, and for the clitoris, too, where you go around all the, 
you know, you circle around the clitoris or you circle around the penis and you more, I guess, for the clitoris with this, but you find the different actual points that someone likes. And I think that watching somebody allows you to look at how they do it so that if you are going for that quick fix, you can, you can really get in there and use their techniques on them. And that's, and, and also for, for that, for what you said about the, uh, do you love about the um, being a little bit more open? One of the positions that I think can be really hot is if she's in doggy style and he's below her, so he can be either sitting up with his back against the wall or lying down, and she's looking over him. So she's really making eye contact with his penis, like that's what's right in front of her. So she can just watch us as he strokes himself. And then what he's seeing is from behind He's got. He's exposed to her whole butt and vulva area, and he can watch as she touches herself, the clitoris, and everything. And they're not necessarily making eye contact at this point, so that there's a little bit more freedom to explore. Awesome. We're talking with Jamie Waxman. You can go to jamiewaxman.com. She's the author of Getting Off: A Woman's Guide to Masturbation. So, Jamie, do you recommend self-pleasuring every day? Oh, I think that you should self-pleasure as much as you feel like it. You know, there are days I do it a few times a day, a day and then there's a week I can go without it. I think it's a really healthy, um, positive experience and that doing it's just going to make you feel better. And even if it gets you a little tired or whatever, in the end, your skin will glow, your palms may get hairy, but or you may go blind. But, you know, these are just like little effects. No, <laughs> I, really, I really do think that it's um, just a really great way to stay in touch with your body and to also know what's going on in your body, like to check in with yourself and see where you're at. There are going to be weeks or days that you don't feel like as sexual and your orgasms maybe even aren't as powerful. And it's just a good way to just stay in tune and touch with yourself. But even if it's not every day, at least a few times a week, two or three would be awesome for people to just have that experience and, and have that time for themselves. We don't make enough time for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We should uh, mention our friend's extreme uh, masturbation um, practice that he did for, what was it, th- 30 days of three times a day? Yeah, he ejaculated three times a day. He was doing an experiment because in, in Tantra, you know, and some of the Taoist stuff, they're like, don't ejaculate. So he just wanted to, like, kind of disprove the whole thing. So he ejaculated um, three times a day, every day for 30 days, and he had, like, an amazing, he totally went ecstatic with the whole thing. So it was kind of cool. Wow, and I wonder how much, it's interesting because, you know, as a guy ejaculates, it's less and less and less. So no, he, it was. he said his load started to uh, catch up with him. Wow. Yep. And he he started he said he was in a sort of constant state after the first week or so he sort of entered into this constant state of being relaxed no matter what was going on around him. Wow. Yeah. So really. So interesting. I wonder how my hundred and one days of self pleasure are going to be. Yeah. So did you start this yet, Jaya? You I haven't it. started it yet. I'm I'm my the circle squirt was going to be my kickoff. So that's, uh, that's not this weekend, but next weekend. So next weekend, I think I'm kicking it off. We're trying to so define the rules. Yeah, we <laughs> have to define the rules first. So everybody has to tweet my tweet me about my rules. What are my rules? Jaya, it's at Jaya NWSE, or you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jaya. And let me know what my rules are. <laughs> yeah, I heard you saying, you know, I don't, I don't think an orgasm each time should have to be the rule because... I think that puts a lot of pressure on people to always have orgasms. And, like, when you have your orgasm, that's the end. You know, mm. it's over. You want to either get up, like you might, Jaya, and have your day. And other people want to go to sleep. 
you know, or just sort of bask in the afterglow. And, and we place so much emphasis in our society on having orgasms. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, um, I've been exploring with a new partner, and, you know, it doesn't have to end in orgasm for it to be good, and I don't want either of us to feel disappointed if we don't have an orgasm because it's still really pleasurable. Amen, think, amen, amen, amen. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. So I, I may not have orgasm as a rule. Plus, you know, orgasm looks so different. I can have an orgasm if I think think about it, you know. Like, it's the orgasm is so easy for me. For me, my challenge is going to be more about, like, spending the time just loving myself. Mm. So I think that, that's more of a challenge for me. I think Speaking that's a challenge which, for a lot of us. What are two of your favorite techniques for self-pleasure without a toy? So, like, without a toy, just, like, two of your favorite ways of self-pleasuring. And it doesn't even have to be, like genital touch what what are two of your personal favorites two of my personal favorite ways of self-pleasuring well one genitally i love as i feel like i'm building arousal to really start tapping at the clitoris more not at the very beginning but just tapping at it um as as it builds up i think like just over that clitoral hood can feel really awesome and just kicks things up a notch and another technique technique is i do love taking two fingers and rolling the shaft of the clitoris, you know, in that clitoral hood. It, it just, it gets me really aroused to start off with without being overly sensitive since the clitoris has so many more nerve endings than the penis. We have to remember that it's, uh, it takes us, men are like microwaves and women are like ovens, so it takes us a lot wa- longer to warm up. And so I just feel that those are just two great techniques. The other thing I really enjoy is just really taking my fingers and running them along my arms, Get, rubbing my feet or getting my foot massaged, like just finding a way of relaxing and breathing, focusing mm-hmm. on deep breathing as long as I can remember is just like it brings everything up. It takes everything up a notch. The more you breathe, the more you feel. Yeah. You know, I love that tap, tap, tap. I love tapping my U spot, the urethral opening, or some people mm. call it the G spot or the opening for the urethral sponge. But I love just tapping there. And I also love the rolling of the clitoris technique for my self pleasure. But, you know, I self pleasured the same way for 15 years. I never changed it until I went to sexological body work training. I always would rub like that two o'clock position, really intense friction with no lube on the same spot. And I would point my left foot and jack up my left hip until I came. Like the, it was the, totally like the tension friction orgasm. Mm-hmm. And then I had a masturbation injury where I, my, my leg would get out of place and my knee started hurting so intensely that I had to stop masturbating. So as soon as I stopped masturbating, my knee stopped hurting. Wow. And that's when and I started discovering, oh, I have, a, I have a rest of my body to self-pleasure with, not just my clitoris in the mm-hmm. same way. It's really true. We get into a place where, you know, especially because a lot of people, when they first masturbate, they're doing it at home, trying not to get caught. They're in the bathroom. They have five minutes. They're in the bedroom. Their mom's you know, making breakfast, whatever. So we get into this very fast and furious sort of way of being, and then nothing else works. And what you need to do, like, I always get the question, will a vibrator desensitize me? And, you know, could I not have sex other ways? And the thing is, if you back off from the routine that you're used to, most of the time, unless you've had nerve damage already, most of the time you can find new ways to feel good. You just have to take a break and give yourself some time and be patient. But in a week or two, there's going to be another technique that will feel just as pleasurable and do things for you in a different way and get you the same results. 
Awesome. We're talking with Jamie Waxman, jamiewaxman.com, author of Getting Off, A Woman's Guide to Masturbation. It's Masturbation May, and we'll have more Sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. When Daya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected, that we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for total career success on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. The D-Love reminded me that, yes, I do have a video on female self-pleasuring. 
It's my first in a volume of hopefully five videos, and this one is about tantric massage. It has three women on it, one doing a full tantric massage ritual with lots of breathing and self-massage and different techniques for the G-spot and the clitoris and all kinds of lovely manual stimulation. Another video of a woman who's a kundalini yoga practitioner who is using a beautiful glass toy and a woman who's doing an erotic dance as part of her self-pleasure ritual. So you can get that video at redhottouch.com. That's my website, redhottouch.com. Or you can go to Miss Jaya, J-A-I-Y-A, MissJaya.com to check out my full website and my upcoming, I'm launching the whole web TV program, Erotic Intelligence TV, and my 101 days. I'm going to do a journal, a video blog journal, 101 days of my own personal exploration of masturbation, or as I like to say, self pleasure. So back to Jamie, jamiewaxman.com, author of Getting Off. And Jamie, can you um, share with us some of the best sex toys that you've discovered for women? Oh, wow. Well, it's obviously very subjective, um, but my favorite sex toys right now are uh, the Arosolator. It's a really awesome vibrator that oscillates, which is just a, a tiny different sensation than, than regular vibration. And it, it's a huge plug-in with three speeds, and I just adore the Erosolator. And then my favorite non-vibrating sex toy right now is the Pure Wand by Enjoy Toys, that large stainless steel curved prostate G-spot massager. And it's just, I've worked with it in movies before, and whenever I work with actors and, and they see it, they're like, can I have that? I love that. Can I use that? <laughs> so I think it's the one non-vibrating sex toy everyone should own. Um, and I'm lucky you know, I have one. Yay. Yeah. And you were saying you love the Jiki, right? I do. I do. I love that. that I love that it bends to fit my body. Mm. So that's yeah, I, like. I think that's an awesome part about the Jiki for the G spot because, you know, I think the, the thing about the G spot is I love it. It's great. It works for some women. It doesn't work for everyone. And that's the important thing to remember. Like, a lot of women get a lot of anxiety around why they don't orgasm from penetration or why they don't like G-spot stimulation. Most women don't orgasm from penetration, and for some women, G-spot stimulation feels like you have to pee, and it just doesn't work. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't explore the rest of the hot spots in and outside and you know around the, the, the genitals and figure out what does work. Awesome. You know, something that I like as a sex toy are Kegel sexercisers. I was just sharing with you during the break that I've never Love had an orgasm from a vibrator. But what I do like to do is I like to put in a Kegel sexerciser because I like to feel something in my vagina, like just something in there, while I do clitoral stimulation with my hands. Yes, and I actually, when I teach, I will show Kegel sexercisers and say, these make great dildos as well. So I really think, I like hard I like, especially for internal and, and actually for clitoral, I like hard, I like cold, I like plastic. I'm not a huge fan of soft um, in terms of silicones and rubbers. I really prefer a much harder, firmer skin on my sex toys. But, you know, I think it's fascinating that you've never had an a orgasm with a vibrator. I don't think I would have been able to have my first orgasm. And I was sexually active in some form since I was 11, and I had my first orgasm when I was 21. And it was because wow. I bought an inexpensive vibrator. I don't think you need to spend a lot of money. I just think hard plastic and a couple of speeds is a great way to go. And if you like it a little soft and prettier and frillier, then like the Leia Spot by Fun Factory is great, or the Old Team by Natural Contours. 
But um, I really think just spending $30, $40 on a vibrator, $20, $10 if you can find one, it's enough to get you going, and it's good for ex- like just for ex- exploration. Awesome. What do you think, D-Love? What kind of vibrators do you like? Huh. I can never remember the names of anything, but uh, you know the one. <laughs> particular I know one, the one. The double, the U-shape puppy. Oh, is it the, it's the rock chick for guys. Is it black? Oh, the, the Wee Vibe. The Wee Vibe. Oh, the Wee Vibe. I love those guys, and I love that vibrator. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we were using the Revive with it inside me, but then D-Love, um, we switched it and put it on his prostate, and it made his whole penis vibrate. Like, it, his penis was a vibrator when it was inside me, and uh, we decided that we liked that one. It's on the charger, yeah. too, D-Love. I you can use it right it. after the show. Yeah. <laughs> D-Love and I have our intimacy time right after the show, Jamie. So. Oh, that's nice. Yes, so we use the show as our foreplay, kind of. Yep. Nice. You're before. Did so you have any any quick tips for mutual masturbation? <laughs> um, keep lubing it on hand because you never know when you're going to need it, and you will. Or coconut oil if you're fluid bonded and aren't using latex. Um, I really like coconut oil, and I think that uh, you know again the mutual masturbation thing. Start and you do this already, Jaya. I'm sure, but just start like by breathing and looking into each other's eyes and placing a hand on the heart and just like connecting and and getting into that same breath pattern so that you're in the same space to start off with. Awesome. Jamie, are you teaching anywhere? Do you have anything new coming? I know you have a new video you just released. We have a few minutes before close. If you want to plug anything that you have going on. Um, Well, I have a Facebook page where it's Jamie Waxman with a capital Y and a capital X. You can find me there. And I Twitter under just J-A-M-Y-E. I am teaching next week in New Mexico. For anyone who's in Albuquerque, I'll be teaching at Self-Serve Toys next Wednesday and Thursday. The classes may be sold out, but I'm not sure. One's on female masturbation and pleasure, and one's on male male masturbation, pleasure, oral sex. Um, And I have a new book coming out, uh, probably in November, a really cool rotoscoped sex, uh, a graphic guide to sensual pleasure. I'm doing it along with a woman named Emily Morse, who has a show called Sex with Emily, and it's awesomely beautiful, and I'm really looking forward to that. Yay. It has been really awesome, awesome, awesome having you on the show today. Any one thing in closing that you would like to offer to women or their male partners before we go on getting off? Yeah, I think that the key to any amazing sexual experience is enthusiasm. Like, be there because you want to be there, whether it's by yourself or with a partner. And no matter what happens in the experience, you're going to have a good time. Mm. A good time. I like having a good time. How about you, d It'll be fun. Like, how could I say no to that? <laughs> D-Love, anything you would like to offer? <laughs> you, that's such a general question. Yes. Uh, well, anything you want to offer to me in the next hour? <laughs> um, I'll keep that as a lovely surprise. Oh, he's keeping me in the surprise mode. Yes. Well, this month is Masturbation May, so I really encourage you, everyone, get out there, touch yourself, maybe touch somebody else. If you want to check me out, I'm at redhottouch.com, missjaya.com. Check out my new web TV, eroticintelligence.tv, and I should soon have a journal, 101 Days 
of straight self-pleasure, please send me anything you think I should have as a rule for my self-pleasure time. You can do that at Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Jaya or Twitter, Jaya N-W-S-E. And if you want to check out Jamie, go to jamiewaxman.com. She's the author of Getting Off, and she's got some good videos, too. So make sure you check those out. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for sharing Sex with Jaya. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.